Yo, you listening to the Oprah Rose Show with TT and Gigi, and yeah, get it popping. Thoughts. Everything begins with thoughts. She's a slut, she's a hoe, she's this, she's that. We say to girls, you can have ambition, but not too much. It's about people being uncomfortable with women owning their sexuality. What is the truest, highest vision that you hold for yourself? I'm a real ass bitch, and I'm going to get everything that I'm going to get on my own. I know for sure. You don't get what you wish for. Get what you believe. What's up? What's up? Welcome to episode 242 of the Oprah Rose Show. I'm Didi, joined by myself again. Woo, woo, woo. Um, y'all know summer be summering. So, as always, like and subscribe. Tell a friend to tell a friend. Twitter, Oprah Rose Show. Instagram, The Oprah Rose Show. And Gmail, The Oprah Rose Show at gmail.com. Um, shout out to TT, our sis, our sis. Today is her birthday. If you were listening today, August 5th, Fridays, when this episode is going to drop, um, it is her birthday. So make sure y'all send her a nice message to, to wish our Leo sister a happy birthday. Happy birthday, TT. Um, and shout out Gigi. Um, the dolls are just so busy this, uh, summer. So we just gonna keep it going. Y'all know, y'all checked me out once before, doing my own thing. Um, and we doing it again. So welcome. Renaissance. I'm kicking it off talking everything Renaissance. Of course, Beyonce's album, her seventh album. It's been a week since the release. It dropped last Friday. Unique. Um, that's what you are. Okay, look, look. I was like, I would just keep singing. I'm gonna just keep singing. La 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 la. Sorry. Sorry to Khalees. Um, album is amazing. You know, this one's a little different in the sense we don't have no visuals. So the people are like, where are the visuals, Beyonce? Um, She gave us a little clickbait uh, last night on Thursday that was literally just 10 seconds of her posing on the horse, um, on that horse, that that disco ball horse. And we were like, okay, what's up? But, you know, Black Twitter going to do what Black Twitter do. And so Black Twitter was making their own visuals, myself included to syncing up different like memes across the internet to the different songs of the album. And I must say my favorite, my favorite, I even posted it on my personal Instagram page was the one for America has a problem with the the guys that were like dancing, like the choreographed dancing, the one with the green hair. See, you can't get no higher than this. No. Um, I do. I will say I, I just love Twitter for that, because if anything, like we are going to have fun with some shit, laugh and literally create memes like Black Twitter is just like the most amazing thing on the Internet. It was just so many memes I saw, like so many of the alien superstar move energy. I'm that girl. Uh, so many, so many. Um, and it has me thinking about the transition. Obviously, this is a really, really good album. Uh, it's for the girls. You know, I appreciate that she wanted to do just something for her LGBTQIA fan base. You know, we, we was getting some shout outs at those lyrics. The lyrics are like top. Like, I, I feel like part of the plan was like, I'm going to release the album. Y'all really get into the song, get into the lyrics rather than associating the lyrics with the visual. I want you to, y'all want to piece it together for you in, in this whole story for act one. But back to the transition. So there were there were three really big transitions that I feel like could be the contender for best transition. So the first one was I'm That Girl, which was track one, into Cozy, into Alien Superstar, 
Woo, good one. This next one was Cuff It, Energy, Break My Soul. You see how I paused there for you to think about that. The last one was Heated, Thick, and All Up in Your Mind. Now, while you're thinking about yours, my personal favorite has to be Cuff It, Energy, Break My Soul. Like, what? Like, energy? I, I, I don't know if I've ever heard a song that transitioned, not one song, not one song, but two songs. Okay? Energy was... You know, it had the the drum pattern from Cuff It that went into Energy, and then they added some extra Big Frida ad libs at the end of Energy with the "Let's go, let's go, let's... <sighs> Beyonce, Beyonce, Beyonce." Oh, I mean, I'm that girl into cozy into alien superstars like a close second as well. Like, I love I'm that girl. Like, for you to start just your album off with this, I, I hate using the word vulgar but explicit um sample these motherfuckers ain't stopping me these like what in her bag i'm that girl into cozy alien superstar alien superstar is like probably my favorite on the album um which has me thinking everybody's been posting like their favorites on the album even doing like from top to bottom like ranking the different songs but i'm interested like what's your top three um you know send us some tweets let us know what your top three on renaissance is um i right now at least i feel like my top three changes my top three and the look the fans of, of of virgo's groove and plastic off the couch or sofa please don't attack me like i love those two songs but like the people who like those two songs really be like trying to drill it in the people like if y'all really fuck with this one y'all not fans of music y'all don't have an ear I like them too, but you know, sometimes I want to move a little faster. So my top three, my personal top three are Alien Superstar, America Has a Problem, and Heated. The end of Heated is just like, uh, go off, Beyonce. Like, I feel like with this album, she literally leaned into her bad bitchdom and really was realizing who she was. Like, I'm one of one. I'm the only one. After me, there will be none. Like, What? Um, Heated is such a Drake song. Um, if you haven't seen already, Drake did, there's a leak of him singing part of the song on YouTube. If you want to check it out, literally Google Heated Drake, it'll come up. I think it's about 30 seconds. And so you can really hear the beginning of that song. And, and it really sounds like him and how he sings with the up and down. Heated. Um, that's how Drake sounds. He sings. He goes up and then down right afterwards. You'll realize it. God's plan. <laughs> Um, but then it has me thinking overall, like Beyonce's best album. It's hard. You know, she's an artist, darling. It's hard to say what the best albums are. So I'm gonna give y'all mine. Don't please don't attack me. Here another disclaimer, the girls who love four really love four and be trying to drill it down and be like, if you don't love four, you don't have an ear. I like four. It's not my top. It's not top two either. But let me go down this list for y'all. In last place, we're going to start last and then go first. Last place, <clears throat> I am Sasha Fierce. I'm sorry. I know, I get what she was trying to do with the album. I, I, I like the idea of the I am, the Sasha Fierce, the whole, you know, duality of, you know, your personality in that sense. Bye. 
sixth place, we have Dangerously in Love. You know, cohesive, great album. You know, really good album for a debut. Um, some songs are stronger than others, but it, it, you know, some of the songs she will perform for the for the you know rest of her career. Like Crazy in Love will always start a show. And Baby Boy, you always gonna get it. So you know, in terms of her catalog, this album really set the tone for who she was. Um, and next in fifth place, I have four, and I'm I, I'm sorry to those to 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 the four stands, uh, but I I like the album. I think Girls, uh, Run the Run the World, Girls was probably not the best choice of the first single, but who am I? Great sample, but um, it had nothing to do with the rest of the album. Um, my sister was on there singing, okay. And I think with that album was a liberation for her. She was finding her own. She just had started Parkwood, the first album on Parkwood, left her dad as her management and she became her own manager at that point. Um, so it was a lot going on in her life. And, um, you know, sis loves the number four and she was on there screaming, let's start over. Okay, I can't sing. Next, I had, now it gets a little dicey. This is, this is, it gets tough here. So like my top four, Things can move around. It's hard. I'm going to go with in fourth place. It's so hard. In fourth place, I'm going to go with Beyonce, the album. I, great album. Like, invented the surprise drop. You know you where you was when that digital dropped. But it's in fourth place for me. Third place, Lemonade. You can taste the dishonesty. It's all over your breath. I really, 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 really love that um, album and visuals. Like, I could play it start to finish. Um, really, really good. Second place, Renaissance. Renaissance just really came through and, like, whoo, just, like, came in there. Like, I haven't been able to stop listening. Like, I've been ranting for, like, the last nine, ten minutes about the album and be up, be up, up I can't even talk, child, about Beyonce. Like, it is amazing. And finally, in first place, we got B-Day. You want to talk about just pressing play and, like, going to the gym and, like, losing your mind? Um, this album was was really great, you know, invented the, the two weeks to take, to, it makes it take an album. Um, hearing the story is about how she, you know, rented out the studio and had the whole studio and just go, went back and forth from different room to room. Um, it was the first time we got almost a video for every song. She had a B-Day Anthology DVD, if you're a stand, that was a thing, that she bought the DVD that had all the videos, and that was really her first foray into, you know, being creative and, and wanting to give a visual to basically every song on the album. And those are my um, top Beyonce albums from um, from one to seven. So thank you so for, for listening to that and indulging. I wonder if anyone has this ranking the same. Um, I know there's some, probably some movements. Again, I'm sorry about four, TT. Like, TT really loves four, so she probably has that either as, like, number one or number two. Um, but, you know, B-Day's my shit. Like, you know, I might even throw on B-Day, hit me, you know, hit me a little backwards, break it down, roll it up, you know, get me some with, you know, the banana flavor. I always talk about that. I love the banana flavor. So y'all gonna have to find me a new flavor. Maybe I might switch to grape or sweet aromatic. Um, but banana's the flavor for now. So we'll do that with B-Day. Oh, and B-Day, she, I remember she wore that like banana dress. I, I don't know what award show it was that she was performing. Um, speaking of bananas, but yes, get me a little backwood, throw on B-Day and literally scream.
Um, deja vu, perfect first single, perfect first single. But, you know, enough of that. Um, and other news of what's going on in the world, that damn monkeypox, you know, this is a virus that is one that you can see. It hurts. It's disgusting. And I just feel like people weren't necessarily paying attention to the outbreak. And I hate that it became like this gay virus immediately, like, you know, within our community and our, but that being the gay community, they initially were just like, you know, gay men were seen to be having the symptoms. But if it's something that can be spread through touch, you know, saliva, you know, sexual secretions and things like that, like anybody can get it. And so I have gotten my first shot, me and Sixes Poppy, and I I don't want the shit. And I've been seeing tweets about people saying like, oh, y'all won't get the COVID shot, but because everybody's so vain, y'all want to get the monkeypox shot. Baby, don't nobody want that. You know, if if you can get the chickenpox shot, you can get the monkeypox shot. Um, it's now declare a public health emergency. And it's a bit too late. Again, like, did we not learn our lesson from COVID? Like, you know, and when things are spreading, let's contain it. Um, I don't know where this shit came from. No one seems to know at this point. Um, it, we haven't had an outbreak in the U.S. The last one was in 1984. And so here we are 38 years later dealing with this. And it, you know, and I just hope that everyone just goes back to washing their hands, using hand sanitizer. Um, if you notice that you have any, you know, different bumps and rashes that you go get it checked out um, and you don't be around people. I think that's the other thing. Like, you know, like, you know, your body, look at yourself. Like you shouldn't be around people. If you're like noticing things on your body, like that's just super insensitive and it's rude. Like, come on now. And with COVID it was through, you know, air and like breathing, like an air, it was an airborne virus. This one is a physical one. Like I can literally see that you got monkeypox, bro. Like, why are you out? So y'all take care of yourselves and go get the monkeypox vaccine, please, because we don't need that shit. I'm not trying to, I honestly don't want to get locked down again. Like, think of, you got to think about in the grand scheme of things, like people in the service industry that work and, you know, people that were on the front lines, like, got to remember, like, what happened when we were locked down and, you know, like, March through June, technically, of 2020. Um, it wasn't the best time. Like, you know, we were having fun on TikTok and, and things like that and connecting. But going back to that right now in the economy we're in today, no, I, I don't think it's the best idea. What I think is we should be rolling out this vaccine for everybody and not just the gay community because it, it, it more people are going to get it. In other, you know, political news, um, my sister Brittany Grainer got, you know, nine years. Nine years for a bait pen over in Russia. That is when I tell you just on the the, the political sc scam of how ridiculous this is. And so Biden released a statement stating that his administration will work tirelessly um and pursue every possible avenue to bring Brittany home. And my question is, when is the swap happening? So I know there was a swap talking about, you know, someone, a Russian arms um, official that we have in the U.S. that has been locked up, that we would trade for uh, Brittany and someone else. 
And Russia hasn't said anything in, in terms of, you know, wanting to make that swap happen. If anything, Russian officials have said that they're open to discussing a swap, um, but both Biden and Russian President Vladimir Putin have to have a conversation. So now this is turning into this like political thing and Russia's almost like, you know, ha ha, we have somebody that you really want, but like in order to get them, like you have to talk to me being the president and we have to have a conversation about it. And you can't just tell us which uh, prisoner you want to swap. Like, it's almost like they want to pick. And I, it, it it really sucks that they're using her as like this pawn. Um, and obviously with Russia and Ukraine right now, and it's just not a great climate because of the war that's going on. And I just hate that she's like in the middle of all of this. I couldn't even imagine being in a foreign country, not speaking their language. You got interpreters telling you what is being said and you hope they tell you you know, the right thing rather than, you know, saying something different. Like, it's just all these different nuances. She has a wife that she can't see. Um, she barely talked to one hour on the phone a day. It's just very disheartening all over a vape pen. It's kind of sad. Oh, in other news, I was reading about the great resignation. So remember like 2021 when like everybody was like leaving their jobs and things and like, you know, like, oh, I'm gonna leave my job. If you leave your job, you're gonna get more money, um, you know, better opportunities, work on that resume. So many employees who joined this great resignation are kind of discovering that grass isn't greener on the other side. And the companies that hire them are having regrets too. It's kind of crazy, right? So in a survey of 2,500 workers, 72% experienced regret or surprise that the new position or new company that they quit was very different from what they were led to believe. And so a lot of companies in 2021, when the stock market was booming, people were getting back outside, spending money, were really recruiting people to come to their companies and, you know, divvying out and cashing out and paying people to really come over and, and selling them on the things that they can offer. And so 72% you know, kind of saying that they experience regret or surprise is alarming. That's basically everybody, you know, that switched careers or switched companies that can say, like, it wasn't the best choice because I'm surprised by what happened because I was sold on something different. And so 48% of them actually want their job back. Um, I have a couple of friends who, you know, got a different job during the pandemic and do want to go back to their old companies because, you know, it's called, sometimes people call it the devil that you know. And so, you know, you, you'll never be happy, you know, 100% in these jobs that we're in. But it's like, what you know, if you can manage it, sometimes it's better than the unknown and going somewhere else. But I mean, the money, right, you know, I get it. And so another poll found that 26% of job switchers like their job long enough to stay another two to three years. Wait, so you mean to tell me only 26 people that they surveyed would stay at this new job for at least three years? That is alarming in itself. That basically kind of goes to that 72% that experience surprise and that um, they don't want to stay. They are now being a bit restless again and looking for something else. And as we know, this isn't the best economy right now. And so you know, the economy slowing down from 2021 due to inflation, the war in Ukraine that we talked about with Russia, um, investor confidence, like the stock market is horrible right now. And so companies are making cuts, unfortunately, and it's kind of leading to changing work cultures. 
And so that is the, I guess, regret from the employer side in the sense of, hey, we sell people on these different perks and salaries and things of that nature, but our cost um, is not doing so well in terms of the economy. And so it's unfortunate that, you know, I couldn't even imagine leaving a job in the pandemic, going to a new company that was performing well then, that's not performing well now and is like going through cuts. Um, it's kind of sad to see and um, I'm, I'm wishing everybody love and encouragement that's going through that because that can be very stressful of like trying to find a new job and being in the job market, especially if it's unplanned. Um, we're all going through something at this moment, where whatever it is. Um, I always think of Sex in the City uh, when Carrie said the line about in New York, for example, you're always looking for an apartment, a job or a boyfriend. And, you know, it's always something. You're always looking for something. And so um, get to that money, y'all. That's all I can say. Get to that money. Um, as you know, when I do the episodes by myself, we're going to talk about some music. And so this week, there's new music. It's Friday and new music Friday. Ow, ow. We'll start with jo- Doshi. Um, Doshi has a new EP out. It's called She, Her, Black Bitch. Okay. Um, shout out to Dochi. And she has a track with Rico Nasty that's called Swamp Bitch. It um, starts off the album, track one. And when I tell you when that beat changes, it is fire. Honestly, I had to look to see if it was Flo Millie on the song as well. Uh, But that was Dochi. And she's she's rapping in this different cadence that I hadn't heard from her. And I was like, oh, it fucks with it. Like, okay, okay. Um, So... This EP also features the um, the remix to Persuasive with SZA. I think they sound magical together. They're both on TDE, so it, it works. It makes sense. Just pick up the phone like, hey, sis, what's up? Top on the track. Love it. And I want to see a visual with the two of them for that. I think that would be fire. Um, but yes, check out Dochi's new EP, She, Her, Black Bitch. Um, DJ Khaled is back screaming. Uh, with Drake and Lil Baby for the new song, Staying Alive. Also, the video's out as well. Um, I don't know who the, who did the, the treatment for this video, child. Now, why are they standing with a bunch of um, ambulances and rapping, like, ambulance trucks? Why? Who? Like, I get staying alive, ambulance, hee hee ha ha, but the song has a uh, feat, uh, I'm sorry, a sample of the Bee Gees hit, Staying Alive. Hello? Um, I wonder, though, if it's the first time that a hip-hop artist has sampled the Bee Gees. But all I have to say, the cover of the single is DJ Khaled in this, like, white suit. It feels very 70s in the background. Why couldn't we go that route? Like, why why are we going the route of, like, the ambulance? I would love to see the treatment. I was just, like, baffled. Like, who the fuck decided this? I thought this was a good idea. But check it out. The song is cute. Drake on there singing, doing what he do. Baby is, baby's like top three best rappers out right now. Like, he don't miss. Shout out to Lil Baby. Gold Peak Real Brewed Tea is here to unleash your sense of try. To ignite new passions and rekindle those old ones. So try a Gold Peak and then go try something else. Because this taste is worth the try. Try Gold Peak. Um, also, we have The Weeknd and Summer Walker, um, Best Friend Remix. Best Friend is a track off of The Weeknd's latest album. 
um, towards the end of the album, Best Friend, and um, Summer Walker is featured on it. Summer is towards the end of the song. She sounds great. Best Friend wasn't one of my favorites from that album. I actually need to revisit that album. I, I usually go back to After Hours more than I've gone back to Dawn FM, but check it out. It's a good one. Hoping that it, you know, goes top 10 for my sis Summer so she can get that Billboard hit. Um, Calvin Harris is back with Funk Wave Bounces 2. I need to check it out because it's a full album. It just dropped today. I did listen to the track with Chloe, Steph, Don, and Coyle Ray. It's called Woman of the Year. It's pretty cool. Um, that was one of the, like, what as I was, like, skimming around and skimming a little bit, that was one that uh, pulled me in. Um, Kate Trinata and Anderson Pac have a song called Twin Flame. I love, love, love it. I just added it to two different playlists. Check that one out. Kate Trinata is one of the best DJs out right now. He gets it. Um, Division just came out with a Spotify single of All That Matters. It's kind of a haunting cover of Justin Bieber's hit from 2014 album Journals. Um, it was like the first time I feel like Justin, you know, got to his R&B bag, you know, let Justin tell he's an R&B artist these days. But Daniel from Division sounds really, really good on it. I like Daniel from Division. I think he, I like his voice. Um, I think he does a, a really good job of singing. Also, um, the B side of that is, um, you know, child, that other song that they did that nobody liked and everybody was talking about the sample. It's called If I Get Caught, and it's the sample of um, Song Cry with Jay-Z, and it's the worst use of a sample ever. It had Twitter up in an uproar, child. I never have to hear that song again. What were y'all thinking? Jermaine Dupree, why did you text Jay-Z to ask for that, for clearance for that sample? Because it was, I would have texted back like, ha, no, okay? No, in Beyonce voice. Um, but check that out. We also got John Legend and Sweetie did a song together moving on back to renaissance um cozy is kind of creeping up as a fave of mine it's crazy i just cannot stop listening to the album y'all it's like every time i listen i like a new song but cozy is a fave right now um and i love that she used t.s madison on that i, I kind of hate that t.s madison and kaya fell out i really like them together um they were fun during the pandemic and, you know next case but they are they are beefing right now. Um, Kaya, I guess, did a uh, I guess she's doing live or YouTube. I don't know. I haven't checked her out recently. And T.S. Madison does something a bit similar, and they were they had kind of I guess words for each other. Kind of hate that when when friends don't get along anymore. But thanks for rocking with me this week as we talked all things Renaissance as well as things that's going on in the news. Um, make sure y'all get to this money. Make sure y'all get that monkey pox shot. Um, keep up with the news that's going on with Brittany Grainer. I am wishing that she gets out from the Russian prison soon because it is just ridiculous in terms of why she's there. Again, check out Renaissance. <laughs> Make sure y'all check out Doshi's new EP. She, she, her, Black Bitch, and Kate Trinata and Anderson Pac. And as always, like and subscribe. Tell a friend, tell a friend. TTGG missing y'all. Shout out to TT. Happy birthday again, boo. And that's my time. Thank y'all for rocking with me. Bye.